0: Welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth.
1: Did I just hear a meow in the background?
2: <laughs> nope. And well, Forrest. Hello.
1: I think that may have been the armrest on my chair. Ah, yes. It was a squeak. <laughs> and I wondered no. if the cat was in the room.
0: The cat was not in the room. Oh. Yep, there it is again. Yep, there's, that was the armrest.
2: Yep. The cat is out of the bag though. Yeah. Mm.
0: Oh, buddy is it? <laughs> I you know um I go into every week of the show being excited to talk to my friends. And I I bring I bring some stuff to you this week. Um one of them is I'm going to go back on something I said last week. Uh I refuse to play The Last of Us 2.
1: I'm not going to follow up with that at all. No, you have to. No, I refuse. You can't back out.
2: No. No, no, no. I I cannot do it. Um Maybe not back to back, but I think if you gave yourself some yeah. time. No, no, look, no. Look, you've got some time
1: until the game awards to prepare your mind and body. And And look, you're, and... you're just about you're about to have a child, so the the whole uh thing is going to be way more impactful for you, maybe. No.
0: No, no, no. This <laughs> game will theoretically be more impactful for me. But there's no way that... That one's not a, that one's about a cycle of violence.
1: Mm. Which, it's also, by the it's, way... Look, as the only person here who's played it, I will say that it is very much a dad game. So,
0: okay, let me tell you something.
1: Is it a dad game or a daughter game? Uh,
2: You know, it's... I think there's a distinction there. Yes,
1: yeah, that's true, so, but o- only because you're controlling the daughter, but there's very much sadness in it.
0: So, while we're talking about Last of Us, I have to share something. I think I shared that my coworker worker uh, was playing through The Last of Us 2. And, in fact, last week he brought up to me... <laughs> you know, I don't know why everyone was so upset at this game. I feel like it's it's wrapping up pretty nicely and I'm at the farm and it's like I feel like it's wrapped up pretty nicely.
1: Uh,
0: and and I said, uh, oh, no, Josh. I didn't say anything. I said, oh, yeah, just, just make sure you finish it. That's all I said. I, I just said, <laughs> you know, just make sure you finish just it. Just
2: keep me updated.
0: And I got a text over the weekend <laughs> that said – uh, what a bleak, depressing game. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, that's it's...
1: funny. I actually, I got a bunch of similar texts from a friend of mine a couple weeks ago. <laughs> 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 after he had just finished the game. <laughs> uh, my response to him after he told me that he finished the game, my first response was oof. <laughs> that's reasonable. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how you feel. I mean it's the only yeah. way to to uh commiserate. Yeah. Right.
0: Um so so part of my reason uh is actually good as to why I can't play Last of Us 2. Um it's that I I like this game on some level. Um I enjoy the act of playing it gameplay-wise. I'm playing through The Last of Us Part One. Technically, not a remake, like a rebuild. I don't know. Um, uh, it's weird. Pre- re
1: texture. What was it's the word com- that we used last time? I don't remember. A requel. That's what. A, we yeah. Call.
0: Um, so they've actually changed the name to The Last of Us Part One, right? Because the the second one is Last of Us Part Two. Um to give it this air of being a complete story now, um, or at least the, the first part to a two act story. And, um, yeah, I am significantly, I'm, I'm pretty significantly into the game. Um, I just got to the science building at the university. Um, so I'm about 75 percent of the way through the game, I think, based on mission structure that I've looked at online. And uh, just to like keep track of how far I am, and it that keeps me a little motivated. Um, I actually spent most of Labor Day playing this game. Mm. Uh, and let me tell you. Uh, The accessibility options they've added into this game are fantastic. Um, A, I'll be honest, I'm playing it on light combat difficulty. Um, I'm very bad at... I wanted to give myself the best shot at enjoying this game that I possibly could. Okay. Uh, And I'm bad at stealth. And so the best way I figured I could do that is by pumping the combat difficulty down... So that I don't have to keep replaying things. Yeah. Um, And that's worked. So like I – and it's made the stealth sections a little enjoyable to me because the enemies are dumb. And so I'm like, ooh, I get to be the – so the game – okay. Never mind. Let me rewind a little bit. This game, if you've never played Last of Us, builds up Joel. Um, I don't know if they've ever given Joel a last name. But Joel (laughs) – they, they present him as
1: – I think a, his last name is of us.
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, he is the last one. So the Joel of us. Uh, so Joel of us <laughs> is a character that is presented as a angry and ruthless man uh, that is very effective at killing people and effective at doing things to get what he wants
1: in a um, world in a in a world where those are the that is the only way to survive maybe
0: maybe yeah precisely i in my opinion i think the game tilts its hand to that not being the only way to survive pretty much halfway through the game and yet he still cannot decide to be normal it's fine um so You play as him, and one of the things that I always had issues contending with is that this game, while wanting you to feel like you're being this ultimate monster that is very effective at doing this stuff with the stealth sections and the way that resources are so scarce, it uh, doesn't let you be that way. Um, And so now I get to be that, which is fine and cool. Um, The only negative is... This it is the same animation for strangling dudes over and over and over again. Uh it does not change. It is not different. And I don't understand.
1: Um I think it could have been I mean, a little the, different. How many what? like how many ways to strangle somebody are there, really?
0: Yeah, but does everyone in this world react exactly the same to yeah. like that's the thing.
2: Just a little variance yeah. in reaction.
0: Yeah. You know. Um And so it's not I so I'm playing on light combat difficulty and uh, I also have full disclosure. um, One. I have two accessibility things turned on. One is where it auto locks my aim, but the but there is still sway in the weapon. Yeah. So I still Mm -hmm. have to time the shot. So that's i don't think that's completely i think that's fair um a i think that
1: there's i don't think there's anything wrong with uh doing it metroid prime style
0: yeah and and in my opinion uh one thing that i have always railed naughty dog for especially in uncharted is that their shooting is not that good yeah um and so this sort of takes some of that away so i'm all about it uh If you think this means I'm not playing the game, then that's on you, and you should feel bad about uh, judging people for using accessibility options that are given to them. Uh, And the second one I use is auto pickup, so I don't have to keep hitting triangle when I see stuff.
2: That's such a nice option. I can't Uh, tell you how much time I wasted.
0: Let me tell you how hilarious some of it is. Because the game doesn't just like vacuum the resources up to Joel like in like ratchet and clank or something. All it does is fast forward his hand animation Ah, to grabbing stuff. Oh my god. So (laughs) so you just see him (laughs) (laughs) like very quickly grabbing like eight things. He's got places to be. (laughs) And it's Uh, so funny. It's one of the best things. It's like it adds a whole point to the game (laughs) because uh, it's that's another layer.
2: Yeah. Oh god. Um, it really elevates the experience, yeah, you need uh, those
1: I, moments those moments of levity, yeah, uh, to point out how absurd the rest of the stuff in the game is,
0: yeah, and i I turned on um I turned on the option to skip puzzles, but I haven't done that yet, um, but the options there if I get too tired of moving around ladders um, but so that's three technically, but I've never utilized the skip puzzle. Yeah, because um, I haven't gotten too frustrated with any of them. Um, so I'm. So the reason why I can't play Last of Us Two is because I really don't want to play a game where these characters turn into what they. I know they do in Last of Us Two, and it also makes me understand why. So many people chafed so hard against it, the sequel, because yeah. these characters um, – I don't, I actually don't think Joel is all that likable. And I yeah. I think that he's kind of
2: – A bad person?
0: Uh, yes. Yes. He's also very – I think a lot of people like him uh, out in the world, but I don't think he's meant to be liked. I think he's very Walter
1: White yes.
0: type of character Absolutely. where –
1: I don't know if I would go that far. I mean, maybe he—he he probably begins the game at that level, um, and but but honestly, to your point, that that is a big part of two is um, Ellie struggling with like that because uh, I mean cause of the like it's very clear at the at the very end of Last of Us that Joel but the the choice of joel makes is kind of objectively wrong but you sort of understand it and part of part of two is how ellie like um deals with that information that this father figure was kind of a bad dude and um even though it pulls a bait and switch on you for throughout most of the game about it yeah
0: so maybe, maybe I will, like, you might end up talking me into it, um, but, like, I, I'm i also just more interested in, like, Tommy and stuff. I wish there was more Tommy in this game. Okay. Uh, I wish that there had been, there's, so, you, you know, Last of Us is this long, it's like a 15-hour game. And you spend, I would say, like a solid four hours doing this really, really long section in Pittsburgh. And so far, that is the longest single section of the video game, in my opinion. And then you meet what is considered to be a normal functioning group of other people. And you spend 30 minutes with them at a dam and then you're done. And there's no exploration of how these people exist, how their society functions, anything the game just is like, no, boom onto another one. And it's like, I want you to sit with that a little bit and like world build. And they, they were not interested in (laughs) it. And I, I don't, so I remember some of these sections in this video game very vividly from when I played it, played Last of Us uh when they remade it for PS4. Um and then other parts I've completely forgotten. And I completely forgot the damn
2: section of That's the where game. I left off on my playthrough. Um, I
1: feel like you come back there, but I also don't super remember.
0: Maybe. I I mean I hope um so it's, it's interesting. I'm, you know, I'm exploring, I'm, I'm fighting these people. Uh, the, the graphics are beautiful. Um, this game is insane. Uh, how beautiful it is and how the world interacts and um, the way water moves. Um, the music is. I So one thing that people always talk about with The Last of Us is the music. And I think the music it is, is great. good, but it also is largely non-existent when you're actually playing the game for the most part. It's, oh yeah,
1: I, I mean, it, I it's, think it's mostly there to underscore emotional beats and, um, but like you don't, it, it, they don't, you don't need this, um, the the music going the whole time. Uh, yeah, I think I think part of what's good about. Doing that is that they did so well with like environmental sounds um, that it's, it's this, never like he, it's never like you're walking through somewhere and it's completely silent unless it's on purpose.
0: Yeah, the sound design is very, very good. I think I wish there was a little bit more melding of the music into you walking around because there is a lot of genuinely quiet points where I kind of wish there was music. Um and I I think that's a credit to the game. I'm not taking that as a notch um cuz I thought I think the music in the cutscenes is exceptional. I just wish it was a little more prevalent in the game. Not overhandedly, but um I do wish it was there. But yeah, I I'm enjoying playing this game. I'm going to beat it within the next Two to three days, because I, I want to play something else.
1: <laughs> um, uh, I enjoy but, this game, but I'm so tired of playing it. You don't want to be
2: the, the last of us anymore?
1: No,
0: I don't want to be Joel of us anymore.
2: Uh, I looked it I, up. He apparently does have a last name. What is it's, it? It's of us. It's but We Miller. don't need to... Oh, that's it's a terrible name. Know, which is why right here, right now, we are... throwing that out the window we're retconning retconning it miller was just a pseudonym right (laughs) his real name his real last name is of us yeah uh
0: i prefer that 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 world
2: absolutely um it fits more
1: yeah maybe miller was the name he took at the end when he when he settles down into into like you know he wants to say okay i've I've got this daughter now and I'm turning on. I'm no longer I'm no longer the last of us. (laughs) Yeah. Joel (laughs) Miller. Regular Joe. Regular
2: Joe. Average Joe. Average Joel. Miller. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. This uh, But yeah, it's a good game. I, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. It's um I have a lot of conflicting feelings. Um, I think, like I said, I think the gameplay is great,
1: and I do. You have to shake the controller to power up the light. So, oh yeah. Let's talk about this. I for
2: forgot about
0: that.
1: Small things in this game. That, that was as as we know the the thing that really hindered your playthrough the first time.
0: Yes, hilariously, and I don't know if this is because. The graphics are better, and they've overhauled lighting.
1: Um, you never need the flashlight. No,
0: no, no. I there, are, there are genuinely times I need the flashlight. I have maybe recharged it by shaking the controller three times mm. in the nine hours I've played.
1: Jeez, I mean that's ideal.
0: That's yeah, nice. But also, they Honestly, change it to a, where like a light a- jiggle of the controller will do it.
1: Um, I think just in terms of like wanting a quality flashlight that charges like that even three times in nine hours is probably uh, it's pretty solid you know I don't know I think it's it's a little bit uh, I mean it's probably an old flashlight and this, the internal stuff is sort of worn down so I could see it but because it's not like you've been using it for nine hours straight you know yeah Right, you turn it on. It's it's clear that there's an issue with the internal battery and that it's draining when you're not using it. So he should probably get a new, yeah, huh, like uh, my
0: laptops. <laughs> so what? Uh, let me tell you what's also insane about this video game is that I this game is becoming at least a Resident Evil game by the end of it. <laughs> oh no! Um, in that. I have so much ammo for so many different weapons that it's becoming the, you just might as well use this ammo game. (laughs) Uh, Go loud and just bust
2: them up. Shoot everything.
0: And I don't know how I feel about that Hmm. because it takes away the, at least in Resident Evil, the you had to do the combat. So like the stealth wasn't really an option in Resident Evil. But in this game, it's very obvious that they want you to be stealthy and use the distraction mechanics and stuff. Yeah. I am not incentivized to do that when I have so much ammo <laughs> and so
1: many materials. Um, so it's very interesting. I mean, it, it's uh, possible that you're getting more because of the difficulty level you're playing on.
0: It's also true. That's ah, also very true. That makes sense.
1: But I am now at the point
0: where it's a shooting gallery. Um, and I, I mean, I'm assuming I'm almost to the end of the game. So it's just a, how it's going to be. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if I recommend anyone pay $70 for this. Because it, yeah. from what I remember, the game also looked this good when I played the PS4 one. Um So, I it's very pretty, and the character models are better. And I've seen side by sides that show the character models being better, but uh, in in
1: motion, you don't really notice it.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Um, unless you are like counting the like Tess model or even Joel a little bit because they've aged up Tess and um, Joel a little bit. Made him a little more gruff. Weathered. Yeah. Hmm. I'm having to reconcile listening to Man in the Arena. (laughs) Troy Baker for this long. Who? So.
2: Uh, Just switch the audio to another language. (laughs) You know? (laughs) It might be worth it. Brush up on your Spanish or something. Yeah.
0: Just play it in Spanish with subtitles on it. Yeah. Yeah. That might be a better experience. Um, so, yeah, very interesting. The Last of Us. I'm playing it like I said I would. Um, so, Jeff Cayley, you did it. Uh, Neil Druckmann, I want to know why you watched one video on YouTube and that you let it affect you this much that you destroyed two characters that you made that people loved in a video game. I understand that it probably was a traumatic video for you to watch and I can't fully understand how it (laughs) affected you, but, uh, I wish that you had a lighter view on humanity because I think you kind of don't like people. And that's sad. Um, because as much anxiety and frustration I have with other people's existence, um, never do I want to perpetuate this cycle of violence that you believe in on other people. And, um, you know, you're also perpetuating your cycle of violence on me <laughs> by putting Jack and Daxter dolls into people's rooms in this game. Uh, and I hate you for that. So... In,
1: in fairness, they were, in, in the original release, it was a bit closer to the last time there was a Jack and Daxter game.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't mean they had to be in the reskin that they built from the ground up. <laughs> <laughs> what else were they gonna put? You know, just Nathan Drake a lot. Mm. I don't know, uh, a Abby doll <laughs> with her dope <laughs> that would, arms. I don't yes, know. That, that would <sighs> that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I I want to. God, I would love to interview him on a level, just like to dig as to why this was the choice. It'll never happen. But how do you take a franchise where you've built this relationship between two people and then turn it into what you did? I'd hardly call it a
1: franchise at the time. It was a game. But
0: But they they obviously want to build this into a larger like walking dead esque franchise now with this mobile with this multiplayer game they're building and all kinds of stuff and
2: the show and the show i always forget about that
1: multiplayer thing
2: yep yep another reason that uh this release of part one should not be 70 dollars.
0: it should have come with the multiplayer thing then been 70
2: dollars yep but you know I could, they're going to charge for the multiplayer thing. They said it was free, going to be free. But, mm-hmm. like, of course, we know that just means that there's going to be individual monetization practices. I can't wait to buy a dirty leather backpack. <laughs> for $3 a pop. Maybe even more. Probably more. Probably. Um,
0: Like 15 Maybe I'll get to buy a rugged post- uh, zombie Jack skin for <laughs> that'd be no, kind of hard. Would, that would be worth it. Y- yeah, yeah. I may play the game if they had that.
1: <laughs> it looks, mm. it sort of looks like a human, like a regular Last of Us person, but is Jack
2: mm. and zombified. Yeah, I'll
0: take the zombified. Um, so that's it i mean i'll i'll report back when i've beat it um and reach the emotional ending conclusion that is the thing that's kept me from understanding why this game is so good apparently we'll see um
2: i i'm not sure but i i think know. if you have to wait till the end for something uh an event or a plot beat to happen for something to be good then maybe it wasn't really good at all yes like, I don't think the yeah. ending of something the, the is old, what uh, makes something good or bad if the rest of the product was not yeah, that thing. Like, it's, it's I love the, Mass Effect Shyamalan 3. Shyamalan style of, yeah. of
1: uh, storytelling.
2: Yeah, like, I love Mass Effect 3, but I don't think that initial ending that we got was good. But I don't think the game was bad because of that, you know? Yeah. But, like, I don't think The Last of Us 1 is entirely good just because the ending may be good. Well, an, an ending you know?
1: can can provide diff- a different texture to what was happening to maybe what was happening in like the in, in between the lines of the actual story. Um, it's like the, the, the second one does a similar thing with the ending, but it, it sort of like makes you go back and, and, and it's kind of like, well, wait a minute, this is kinda, This isn't fair. <laughs> Why would I have to do all that? If that happened? Um, <laughs> So it sort of does the, the reverse of it, but you know, I I, I don't think in the ending should necessarily make it break it, and I don't and I don't know that, in my recollection of playing the original, um, that the ending super changed my opinion of what the game was. Yeah. But we'll see what David has to say when he finally we'll has the has the full experience to be able to evaluate. You know, I'll get there.
0: I'm almost there. Man, I'm almost there. I'm excited to get to the zoo part because then I'll know I'm in new territory or yeah. past the the zoo part. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, I also, because this is how the rules of this contest were set out to me, um, I'll be able to report more on this next week, but I uh, bought the Founders Pack for Disney's Dreamlight Valley, the Animal Crossing slash uh, Stardew Valley mixed with Disney mobile game that uh, came out if you bought the Founders Pack. Um, and so I started that. So did Marianne. Uh, Ooh. And it's, it's free if you're on game pass, yes. if you have game pass, so go maybe check it out on your Xbox if you're interested in it. Um, but there's a lot of fun stuff to do in there. Supposedly. I know a lot of people that are playing it. So. Um, shout out to Chris and Andrea who are also playing it right now.
1: Nice. Um, Maybe we can get a special correspondence from them on it. (laughs) I I'll ask. I'll ask. Um,
0: They've been pretty busy with all their Halloween event coverage over at their their new podcast they've been doing. True. True. The Matrimony of Madness. Their uh, Halloween Horror Nights episode was pretty good in my opinion. Um, and you should go listen to it if you like spooky stuff. If not, then. I don't know if it's for you, uh, but Seth, what have you been playing?
1: Well, after a long wait, uh, I was—I had—I—I I, planned to start this earlier, and then certain life events happened that I was like, okay, I can't—I can't be spending this much time playing a game, so I'm going to wait. And so some of that stuff is resolved now. So I finally picked up and started Xenoblade Chronicles Three. And I will oh, tell no. you for the amount of time that I like the amount of days that I have been since I started playing it, I have put an unholy amount of hours into it. <laughs> oh um, no! Oh no! Yes. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is so. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, everything that you can expect is is true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm mere, more saying that to my co-host than to you, the listener, because <laughs> you don't know. Um, but so let, let's talk about the game a bit. Um, I am. I will say that so a lot of my, um, my thoughts on this game like personally can't be disconnected from my time playing 1 and 2 so like obviously i i think this is a game that as as far as i am in the game which i don't really know um but any like foreknowledge of the the previous two titles has not really been necessary so it's 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 more added a bit Woo! of flavor <laughs> a, a bit of flavor to the world um like it's i it's very clear it's going to come up Um, but it does seem that at least for, for a good chunk of the game, you don't need to have played either two. Um, but like, since I have like my, it's hard for me to not compare. Um, and so with that said, I will say that the game gets off to like, it starts off on very strongly to me. Um, like one of the, I, one of the problems with two, Uh, a lot and and with with the original is that um they just like uh, they just take forever to become like enjoyable to do the combat um like a really legitimately long time to get into the game to have like your a full arsenal of skills that makes it so the the com like fighting enemies is not boring um and I and I'm I was glad to experience at the beginning that, um, this game like it starts off pretty quickly. Um, like you, like those other, you don't have the full comp, full complement of skills, but, um, the way they have reworked the battle system, it it feels a lot more brisk. Um, even starting out, which is good. Um, didn't really matter to me because I knew I was going to get through them, uh, but. To someone else who hasn't played it, it makes it a lot more easy to say, "Hey, this is something you start, you can start off." Um, so while whereas like it's also there's a lot of momentum at the beginning, like whereas one and two start off in ostensible moments of peacetime, um, after a big opening cutscene, uh, Xenoblade Three literally drops your party of characters in the middle of a of a war zone and they're like all right you got to move forward to survive um so it it's it, it really works starting off like that knowing that like ha- with this sense of urgency um before it kind of gets it, it, it gets slows down and lets you uh move about freely um so yeah i think that, that it i was i was very very happy that the game started out quickly like that cuz i was really um kind of one of my biggest questions about how the game was going to be um because and i know that david you specifically had had been waiting to know what my thoughts on that were going to be um Mm -hmm. it's there's a lot of a lot of times in the opening i was even like there were times that i thought this this is reminiscent to me of final fantasy 7 remake um yeah Though, admittedly, like very different styles of game, but just sort of kind of the 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 beats of the opening act, like sort of reminded me of the you know the bombing mission and, and stuff that happened in that game. Um, and the music, the music too, also like really it it's, it provides a very strong backbone in the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Um. So the 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 story of Xenoblade, uh it's really it it's very interesting. So the, uh you can probably watch the the, the I, they they did a lot about the opening cutscene a lot of the opening cutscene and and like Nintendo Directs and stuff. But yeah. basically the, the the premise is that there are these two nations that are constantly at war with each other. Um and people are, citizens are kind of trained from birth uh, to fight and there's like this implicit understanding that you, in order to, for soldiers to continue living like they physically have to kill other people like in order to extend their lifespans. Uh, The way that works in game is like there are these big, there are these things called like flame clocks that are well there are these huge like kind of mobile fortresses that each uh, each force has, and they have this thing called a flame clock. And whenever an enemy is killed, they kind of they turn into this sort of floating red goo and get sucked up into the enemy's flame clock, which um, <laughs> which kind of powers up its forces. Uh, and you come to find out that it it seems like if a, a if a a force's flame clock goes to zero, then everyone connected to it is is they just die. Uh so that's that's kind of the world. Um you also quickly find out that um, so these the, there's a, a a very like a part of the opening cutscene after one of the thing absorbs a bunch of the the essence of the enemies, it 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 cuts off to a scene in in somewhere else where there are these pods with like human embryos in them that are then, it it seems like the essence is pumped into them to like age them to, like the age of ten, where they are where then sent to colonies to train as, um, as as war machines. So it's very much child, you know chil- child children soldiers. Yep, children doing war. <laughs> yep, um, the good old fashioned way. Yeah, as it should be. But of course, they are like mentally and emotionally uh, developed at the like the their physical age, so they're not just like babies running around there, which I think would be funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, so technically, like the, your party of characters are I don't know, range between like six to nine years old. Um, what? Yeah, I mean, so cuz another thing is that these all of these these warriors like the the soldiers have a life's like a strict lifespan of 10 years and then they die um and so they you know everyone's goal is kind of to like survive long enough to to get to their homecoming which is where they have this big ceremony where they go in front of the queen and essentially evaporate into energy, um, while this big fanfare plays, uh, it's really weird. Um, like in, like on purpose. Like you, you could kind of tell from the outset that okay, this this whole setup is is extremely strange, um, especially with the foreknowledge of like. So in in Xenoblade One and Two. Um, not not without any like specific story spoilers of those. Uh, the uh, the ending of them of of both of them showed their their worlds kind of being formed into into something new. Um, and it was kind of implied that they were being put into the same like the two worlds were becoming one, and that's I think it's made like it was made like explicitly clear in the lead up to this game so this is like this is that world and and knowing those like think about those those games like well wait a minute people just had normal lifespans and so clearly something has gone awry here to have created this world uh, so yeah that's that's kind of like the weird the story framing that you're dropped into you're uh, essentially a child soldier though I mean that physically kind of would be like late teens Um cuz you know it's always teenagers fighting god and whatever um yeah
0: <clears throat> typical anime stuff
1: right of course um and the kind of m- main the the sort of emotional core of the story is this guy named Noah who is who has this role of offseer and so he's a- a- alongside being a soldier he has this responsibility to um Send off the the dead bodies of people. So he goes and he places melody on his flute, and the uh, the the kind of husks of 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 the dead soldiers are turned into energy and returned to the the earth or whatever. Um, because so when <laughs> it's really, you know, they, they uses all bright particle effects, but it's all kind of gruesome. Like when when people die, their their bodies basically turn into kind of like stone like they lose all their color as, as the, the, the red gooey light pours out of them and gets sucked into the, mm-hmm. the enemy uh, war machine uh, and so their whole you know their whole battlefields with these husks of, of people strewn about and so he plays his melody and, and the, the rest of those husks get turned into energy and, which floats away into the sky going who knows where Um and then and but but leaving leaving their their clothes to just fall to the ground it's it's like um you know what those people imagine that is gonna some people imagine will happen during the rapture like the bodies will disappear and there'll just be piles of clothes everywhere Um, right and so so that's kind of the beginning pretty quickly um they're sent on a mission where they where your your party of 3 is linked up with a party of 3 from the enemy forces and they are um uh, and there's a a third party of a guy who's actually old who tells him, hey uh you don't know who the real enemies are here you aren't supposed to be living for 10 years and dying and then he uses this device to like magically connect the people and turn them into a which which allows them to fuse together into into big um mecca looking evangelion looking things um, no that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah uh and so that's kind of like that that also happens really early on and then you are sort of sent off into the world to find uh this thing called a city. Uh, interestingly, none of the people in the party had ever heard the word city, and so they don't know what one is. Um, but where this kind of resistance of of presumably regular, l- long-lived humans are. Uh, and so that's what you're kind of set off to go to. The, the city is located in this huge sword, which was uh, the sword of um, one of the giant uh things in Xenoblade 1 um so yeah it's, it's 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 the the long setup to what the game is um it i obviously I've, i'm kind of biased when it comes to my opinion of this <laughs> because it, this was yeah this yeah this like it's i when i was playing it i was thinking about kind of how ironic it is that i can rail against these huge open world games and, and I'll just go whole hog into this one without (laughs) because this game is, is, is so like everything is just so like it directly hits these pleasure spots in my brain that I just love playing it. Um, yeah. And so I I did think it was kind of funny. I know that that donkey put out a review that got people up in arms on the internet. Um, and the title, I haven't watched the review, but the title of it is The Never Ending Game. And so you can kind of tell where he's going with that. Uh, yeah. But also, he he didn't like any of the previous ones. And this was very obviously a game he wouldn't like. I don't know why people are mad. Yeah. Um, but it is a game that kind of... So I, I've only recently playing did the game kind of catch up to me in level. Because there really is... <laughs> that There was a point where I was like... Just because of the sheer amount of stuff I had done and, and like this, the second big area that you get to. I was like 20 levels above, uh, story enemies. And, and I had to kind of make a concerted effort to be like, okay, I need to stop doing everything because there's so much, so much offered to me. Um, and very easy ways to kind of, to, manipulate the leveling system to in your favor to make you like just super overpowered compared to stuff because I because right. and so I had to like dial that back so I could allow the game to catch up to, to me. Um but it is but it is really even as far as I am the the stuff to do does seem to never end because you could constantly go back to previous areas and and find new stuff to do. Um I don't know. There's so much in this game; it's really hard to hard to to talk about it all. So I, so I really i i, I appreciate a lot the how quickly it starts. Um, I think early on, I I I had been disappointed by kind of so in Xenoblade One and Two were were notable for the like all of the the worlds that you go through taking place on these giant mm-hmm. titanic creatures and there you you'll always find these huge really awesome looking um like worlds that you, like very huge spaces that you're going through with with crazy views all over the place and just really cool looking um and i was very, i was disappointed by the kind of lack of those in this game it, it everything's, it's all you know the same kind of design styles and um ridiculous uh giant weird shaped mountains jutting about and you know huge animals right. that but i don't know that it all feels like the, there's a lack that that it feels like there's a lack of the kind of um outlandishly enormous things that that the things that really kind of gave you that sense of awe in the previous games uh and all the stuff you find is um the dem- like very much scaled back to a to a different size level there are a few there are a few things like you um, in the second area, you can see the remains of one of the the Titans from the pre from Xenoblade Two, like where it came and joined with the landmass. Um, yeah, I was it, about to it,
0: ask if you could see the other robots from the other games or the Titans. So, I guess
1: so. You can see one of them. Uh, obviously, there's like a goal for the beginning part is to is to reach this great sword, which was the huge sword of of the Mekannus in Xenoblade 1. Um it's kind of uh so that and the the and Titan from Xenoblade 2 are there cuz they're they're the two like the things that were on the box art in each of those games, which I think is is like the only reason they they picked those because those are you know, those are the 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 main views from the that's they sort of they showed off in order to show you the scale. Um but he, so there are those things and and it's just weird how like rem, how how much smaller the rest of the world is compared to those. Uh when like because in the first two games everything was on that scale like of just Titanic proportions. Right. Um and so there was always this you're you're very you're just this very small thing on on a like a tiny piece of this gigantic animal. Um And also that it's, it, as I've gotten to the point where I can also tell, like, okay, there's something weird about this world that I first recognize by the scale of things. Like, just based on the amount of of landmass there was collectively in Xenoblade 1 and 2, like, there's just so much of it missing here that I'm wondering what, like, I know this game is going to. The the latter, the very end of the game. There's going to be a huge kind of story dump of of the creation of this of the world as it is and why it is the way it is because that has happened in both Xenoblade One and Two. Um, so I I do have a like I'm I'm to the point where I've I've I a, a lot of the design questions I had have revealed themselves to be okay. These are clear. I guess they're they're becoming story questions, um, but it yeah. but it was a little like a little disappointing in the beginning that, um, yeah, the the world is really cool, but it, it does sort of lack that sense of scale and awe that the other two had. Um, the way the game kind of is structured is that you are going, you know, you're you're journeying to this this one place and and you happen to come across these other colonies of of the the two factions and you can do quests to like befriend their commanders and sort of free the colonies from um, the from the yoke that they're under of the constant warfare. Um, another like the, another thing that's weird, like, back to that scale thing, is that there are no real cities or towns in this game. As far mm. as I, I, like, as far as I am, I'm in, is it's instead these small, like, garrisons that are set up under these giant, um, you know, machines. Like, you have the, the huge war machine, and then a few, like, a uh, like a, a basically a, a fob. So, like, right. a few tents and a handful whatever like regiment of soldiers there are uh which hope- is another thing like in comparison there there are these really these really cool cities in, in Xenoblade 1 and 2 that have been lacking here um and i like i've like i said it it was sort of un disappointing at first but it has come to be a realization of like okay this is a design choice for story reasons but it is it's still kind of like you know it it is a bit there's a, a twinge of like man the, the the worlds that they built in the previous one previous two games were so distinct and and that kind of distinction is lacking here but that also i know is is part and parcel with me having played 3 games in the xenoblade series and so the stuff that they're throwing at me i i am just going to be kind of normalized to it yeah
0: now how far are you into this game?
1: Honestly, I don't know. I'm in... <laughs> I guess chapter five. I feel like I've kind of reached the midpoint of the story. But I'm not really sure. Um, okay. do, do you know how many
2: hours you put in?
1: Uh, I mean, not offhand, but it's kind of a ridiculous you amount. You did say un- an ungodly
2: amount earlier. Right. Yes, so I'm, I'm curious. curious.
1: But I mean... It's, it's just like there's so much side stuff to do. I don't, I don't know how much time I would have spent just going straight through the story stuff. And there's actually a point where I thought, man, I, I wish I had gone, I had been more brisk about going through, like, straight through the story stuff and then coming back later. Um, because, like, the pace that the story moves at is a lot quicker than the pace I had been getting to that stuff. Uh, just because of all the, you know, the the stuff I've been doing, and I think some of the the emotional beats would have would have played out better, though like, they still hit me. Um, I will say I've this, like I really like the characters that they have brought to the forefront. Like uh, the 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 party uh, is is really enjoyable. Is they're enjoyable, they're likable and unlikable, and in different ways that I, that I think are good, and uh, the game has done a good job of sort of fleshing out the reasons why they do things, and um, and getting into their backstory. And wait, so you
0: you said you were in chapter five? Uh,
1: I think so. Okay,
0: uh, you are quite a bit further into the game than you think you are. Okay. Oh well, there we go. I'm not going to tell you how many chapters you have left, uh, but you have less ahead of you than you had before you. <laughs> interesting. So, uh, yeah.
1: That's interesting, because, like, based on the, the map that they've showed, um, I've been to, like, I, I think there are only a, a handful. There's maybe, like, one or two, like, big areas that I have to unlock. But it's also weird, because I like i have this feeling that there's like you know there's pieces of this world that should be here that are that are missing um but i guess you know that they're just not going to be in the game um so I like obviously i'll i'll have a, a better perspective of of the way like the world works once i've finished the game uh, but that's in- right interesting to know because it doesn't feel like, where I'm at, it doesn't feel like there is less in front of me than there is behind me. But I can... Um, I guess I, I can see that, see how it yeah. works. I, I don't know. That's, that's interesting. Um, but also, it's hard to know that the chapters is mainly split up by, like, after major story beats is when a chapter ends. So it's kind of like... It, the amount there are isn't really indicative of the amount of time that each one takes to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. You only, I think I'm going to allot you to two of these episodes. (laughs) So you have to save it up for your next one.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I will say like to, to kind of like, like I said, I'm I'm having a lot of fun and, and the world is really fun to move through and, Characters are fun. I think the battle the battle system's also very enjoyable. I think they've they've paired off a bunch of the stuff that it that made it take forever to well, okay, they didn't pair it off, but they have they they give you a full enough arsenal at the beginning to where it doesn't really ever feel like you are sort of sitting away sitting like the the game is playing itself. And you're sort of taking, um, a, like, a, a backseat to the game. Because, you know, the, the way these games work, they're they're sort of MMO
2: JRPG. Style,
1: yeah. JRPG. Yeah, M- MMO-like battle systems, but, like, sort of adjusted it to a one-player. Uh, so that means, like, you're constantly... Uh, your character attacks by itself, and you're sort of waiting for uh, bars to fill up so you can attack... Um, and that that is here but it, the way it works it it does like the cooldowns are a lot shorter and there are ways to increase them and and so it it does feel like you're taking a more active role um and the like the classes are diverse enough that um like it when you, you switch from one character to another there is reason to do so and um rather than you playing as the one person and sort of always being in that kind of DPS role um and yeah. letting the computer do the other stuff like um you, you the game incentivizes you controlling other characters and and switching to other roles in order to uh make your character stronger there is um a point pretty early on where the game forces you to change the classes of all of your characters mm. uh, and so you have you go a stretch like force like with without being able to switch those classes back and so you kind of have to get used to using someone else or playing a different role um and even the the you know the tank role and the the um, healer role are are sort of more diverse and that they have other like they have more ways to keep you engaged so i think that they've figured out a a good um they've they've figured out a really good flow with the combat uh and given you they give you enough tools at the beginning to where you're not Mm -hmm. bored with it and i think that i remember i remember like (laughs) when i talked about two on the on this podcast like going over all of the the insane amount of features that the game, like systems that the game has, uh, just going on and on about it. Um, and this game is no slouch when it comes to um, systems that it has, but it it holds stuff back and provides and and gives you new like parts of your arsenal at a um, at a good enough pace to where like okay you it's it's only going to, from the beginning like it's only going to allow you limited stuff and then it it gradually adds new new tweaks to that to right. where you to give you like time to get used to it and to fully understand a system before it adds something new on top of that and it's and all that stuff is generally is baked in story reasons uh and they they find good ways to kind of uh disguise um new f- new systems um uh, with uh character story beats so i it's i i found that it it has found a it reaches a really fun um kind of balance between uh giving you like stuff to do and there's n- there's never really any overloading you with um with systems from the beginning and i think they've cut cool. out a lot of the fat too of Previous, like like all the the weird character trees and stuff that there were that there were in previous games, like I I think they've streamlined a bunch of the stuff that that was maybe intimidating in in previous ones and and put it at a nice uh, a nice not not really a, a drip feed, but there's a good it, it's it strikes a good balance between uh, of of introducing new systems to where you're not overwhelmed by the amount of stuff there is to do. Yeah. So I think it's good. I think that like as far as I am it's it's a lot I think it's a lot more um what's the word um approachable? Yeah, it's a lot more approachable. Um in, in getting in and what can, what is probably like lo- if you looked at the game where I'm at you'd be like what the heck there's so much that you're juggling but um playing the game like yourself I think you'd find that yeah. Okay. Yeah. This sort of all makes sense to me. Um, it's obviously easier to sort of point at the the screenshots of battle with all the different stuff going on and say, "Well, this is just this is ridiculous. There's there's no way that you can understand what this is." But I think the game does a good job of teaching you and at a good pace to make it yeah. not confusing. Good.
0: I'm loving this for you. I'm glad that you have this yeah. music. The that- music
1: is also excellent. The battle theme is a straight banger. I would recommend it, anyone jam down to it.
0: Is this the last one?
1: I think so. Um, but, you know, who knows? Yeah. Like they, they also made, they made Xenoblade X, which is kind of its own different continuity. And apparently also ended on a cliffhanger and had like a crazy twist that people are still waiting for them to follow up on. Um, and there's enough stuff in that game to make you wonder how is this connected to those games, if at all. Uh, I don't know. I think like the the lore of Xenoblade is some of my favorite. Like just the the insane stuff about the world. I think it's it's really uh, as far as sci fi. World building goes. I think it's it's some of the more compelling stuff. So I wouldn't be mad if they did another one. Um, but of course, I haven't finished the game, so I don't know what they have in store. It's it's possible that they do a they pull a uh, a Last of Us and kind of ruin the characters for me and make me go, man. I'm, I hate these people now. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with them anymore. What if they pull a Kingdom Hearts and make them into different characters? Well, there's a, there's an idea. This. Uh, <laughs> it's Just to turn things into more positive, and, and honestly, uh, you know, you know, there there are some, there's definitely some shenanigans going on in this game where certain <laughs> characters are other characters. I mean, <laughs> from the beginning, so there are two much beloved characters from one and two that show up in this game and and are very clearly evil, and you're like, wait a minute, I don't like this.
0: Oh, it's like when evil Marth was in awakening right
1: uh something like that i don't really remember yeah. those games fire emblem on the 3ds yeah yeah well that was not evil marth it was just lucina but there might have also been an evil marth i don't remember
0: right well no they thought he was evil right yeah and then it was lucina
1: yeah but in this case it's characters who you thought were good and are now they appear to be evil and now they're bad mm. yeah Interesting. So yeah. I uh, the story it's it's total anime BS, but you know, I'm 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 here for all of it. And <laughs> Right, exactly. It's it's been a lot of fun. And I think that uh, you know, outside of a couple characters, everything has been Okay, these are characters that are strictly part of this game. Which, you know, has is is good and bad. 'cause i they they're it it's fun like knowing things about the world that the characters don't um but it's also has i i i do i i ever at every reveal I keep waiting for a character to be someone from one or two and but i and I haven't gotten to that moment yet, so i don't uh, mm. i don't know if it'll be there
0: are pyra and mithra in it?
1: I have from not Smash seen them brothers, <laughs> <laughs> so I keep. It's, I, I swear, at some point, I saw on YouTube like a thumbnail that was a still from this game that had them in it. But but now, like, I I and thinking over that experience, like, I can't decide whether that was actually a still from two or if that was <laughs> a, right, or if it was in fact something that I dreamed and did not happen. <laughs> um, yeah, that's also it came awesome. to you in a prophetic right. stress dream. Yeah, like I feel like. They would have to be in this game, just because they're kind of they, they don't really have human lifespans, and so there would be no reason that they would be they wouldn't be in this game, right? Uh, so I don't know.
2: Cool, uh, Forrest, What have you been playing? So I've still been uh, recovering from my binge of Live Alive, but I've been diving back into Halo and doing a bunch of their events and stuff that are going on. A new one just started for Infinite called The Yappening, uh, which has to do with like grunts and stuff. But they mm. have added in three different big team battle variants, um, which are kind of fun, depending on which one you get. Um, but there's, like, Big Team Fiesta, which is insane in really fun ways sometimes. But then it is also Fiesta, which means you could spawn with two of the worst weapons in the game. And mm. everyone else is getting rockets and... You love to see it. You love what, what to see it. What are the worst it? weapons in that game? Uh, I would say the Pulse Carbine and the Plasma Pistol. Oh, that's mm. just because you suck at the game, then. Oh, so the they class. did buff the pulse carbine a lot, but it's still not. Echo gun is good. Or at least I like it. Not, not in multiplayer, dude. Mm-hmm. Not like at anything game. above the distance that you and I are from each other right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's still inaccurate like as game. all get out. Like, like it melts like shields. Yeah. It melts shields, but it's still at yeah, like the bottom of my list. And then you melee, boom. It. Boom. Sometimes you don't have time. I'm, but, yeah, so
1: there's there's Big Team some, Fiesta. Sometimes you don't have time. That yeah. That makes
0: sense. Mm. Yeah, it does. That's some Nomura stuff. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> so,
2: so, of course, it makes sense. Just, you just, just aren't big brain enough to understand. I've just discovered the plot of Kingdom Hearts 5. A <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh.
0: whole game ahead. <laughs> <Sorry. coughs>
2: um, yep. But, yeah, and there's uh, Big Team Shoddy Snipers, which after... Oh, Playing that playlist for like three hours, I still had not gotten a match of. So I don't know how fun that is, but I assume it would be
1: fun. It's kind of. I know that we've talked about this, but it's ridiculous that you're talking about big team battle, shoddy snipes as a new thing. Yeah, and that was just something you could do in every other Halo game, kind of from (laughs) the beginning.
0: So you could queue it up if you had enough like people in a private party to boot it up, yeah. right? But it it's just not a default game mode for game
2: like matchmaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh,
1: which is weird. I don't know. Yeah, and,
2: yeah. And then I think there's uh, big team fiesta, capture the flag, or something. I, there was a third one. I just can't remember what it was. God, big um, Team Fiesta capture the Flag sounds like an actual nightmare. It's actually the most fun I've had in well, the playlist. Well, it sounds like playlist. chaotic fun, but yes. it
0: sounds like if you're actually trying, it <laughs> sounds like it would not be fun. Uh, I,
2: I would say I was trying. It It was nice knowing that every life I could maybe have some better weapons for the situation. Yeah. Which uh, usually, especially in Big Team Battle... um. Like that's when a lot of vehicles are in place, so right, being able right. to spawn with like the shock rifle or something just really helps out a lot. Yeah, you know that gun yeah. kind of is so good; it's insane. Um, I'm still not good with it, but
1: and I'm I good think at the, taking down I,
2: vehicles with it.
1: I can imagine that this the way that like spawning with random weapons can sort of also make it feel a bit more casual, and uh, yeah. or or rather less. You kind of invest yourself a little bit less in the outcome, knowing, yeah. that, knowing that it's all sort of uh, randomized.
2: It's also kind of helpful when you have challenges and stuff uh, that are weapon-based, like I uh, get five kills with the mangler or something, and it's like, okay, if I go into like just a regular game mode, there's a high likelihood I'm just not going to get a map rotation with the mangler on it, but... In Fiesta, you your odds are not bad, especially if you You're die a get bunch. A mangler. <laughs> I I could say Off the ground or oh, yeah, exactly yeah yeah or spawned in like so it's it's kind of I need to pick that. up
0: Infinite's multiplayer
2: again. I really enjoyed playing it. I'm liking it
0: a lot right it's, now. It's so good. Yeah, um, uh,
2: they added in a JoJo pose to the shop. So <laughs> and with the it, yeah, <laughs> did and, you buy it? Yes, but, of course you did. Of course but, you did. What kind of but, question is that? With the second season's battle pass uh every ten levels starting from level five so five fifteen twenty five um 30, once you hit that level 35, no 40. but thirty five um For, what about forty five yeah yeah yeah, all the way to ninety five <laughs> so we can cut that bit um <laughs> <laughs> how dare you. <laughs> I wanted to say a bunch of numbers. <laughs> well, too bad. Uh but at, at each of those levels you get 100 credits uh towards like your shop points. Uh so it was a pretty quick process of just getting a few more that I needed to buy the the pose and the other stuff that came with it uh for essentially free, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that was I
2: nice. yeah, I need to re I need to get back in.
1: It was good. Unfortunately, they, the the game that will never have co op, or uh, never local have co-op. split.
2: Yeah, local co op, uh, which is fine.
1: Eh. But didn't didn't like whoever make a big deal about saying they would never launch a game without local co op again. Yes, it I was mean the technically, s- it was the head go- of the
2: company, Bonnie Ross, I believe her name was. Yeah, I can't remember. Technically,
0: if you go into the game and the debug area yeah. you can just do, do local a co-op. very
2: specific set really? of yeah. inputs and instructions uh, and menus uh finagling yeah you can't just play split screen co- Here's the
0: thing it's this is where i understand people are frustrated about this but it's it is an open world game it's so difficult to I mean, I guess in local co-op it's less so because um you're not worried about two people having the right amount of progress saved to their profile. Um but like Far Cry did their their co op is still janky as all get out. Yeah. And everything. Like it there must be some sort of hard or difficulty there.
2: Um, the only thing I could think of was maybe just performance problems, yeah, that too, but
0: eh, you know i mean it it doesn't bother me, yeah, like I said i've um someone was touting to me the other day how important co op was to Halo, and they were sort of a guess that I had never the only time I've played co op campaign in Halo was the one time. Seth and I tried to play Halo One on legendary together, Ugh, that's like that was old. that Wait was minute, the but
1: I only... thought I thought you played all those with uh I don't know, I feel like we've talked about you playing them, but didn't no, I guess I don't know, I feel like you have, but it's possible that I'm just I was going to play them
0: with Chris mm. and then we did it i but I've solo legendary almost all the except for Halo One. All the halos.
2: So see, I'm like the opposite. Like I've co-op legendary to everything. Like co-op is extremely important to me for Halo and my experience, like growing up with the series. But like, I'm at a point now where like I can enjoy it solo, perfectly fine. I don't need it to be there. But it's
0: interesting. Everyone's different experiences with it. Yeah. Um, And I guess I just don't. I guess. I'm not trying to devalue someone else's view of what Halo is, but like yeah. it just when they were like, "Oh no, co-op at launch," I was like, "Okay,
2: whatever." I was sad whatever. about it, but I knew it would happen eventually, you know. And I, I will, I'll replay it co-op. Yeah, I enjoy that campaign, and I'll have a blast, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I'll finally be able to do a legendary run of it because I'm not going to do. I'm not. Doing I'm I nearly hundred percent.
0: I'm close. I should go in and just hundred percent it, but um, I'm not far off from hundred percenting yeah. it. So, um, so just Halo for you.
2: Yes. Yep. Uh, I will say though, uh, there are some games that I want to play that are leaving Game Pass soon. So those are those are top priority right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? What uh, is leaving Game Pass? The Artful Escape. It was that mm. one, yeah, that one music uh, focus game mm. from like last year. And I've been having it's literally been installed on my console for months now, and it's just been on the back burner. So uh, I, 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 I always check the leaving soon section of pretty much any service that I have just to just to keep an Make eye. Sure. Yeah. And unfortunately, that was on there this time. So I was like, oop, that is going right up to the top. Um I need to see if I can stream it from when I'm not at home, but
1: I think I can. I can mean, if it's on Game Pass, it. you can. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Cool. Cuz I didn't realize it was everything that was well, on there.
0: I mean, either way you could remote into your console, true, even if you're not using XCloud. So,
2: yeah. But yeah, that's all uh that's all it for me. All right.
0: Um This is going to be the biggest portion of the show. The news is going to be a shorter section. Um, So we promise we're not going to hold on to you guys too much longer. And we'll be back after the break.
2: Hi, Big Joe here. And I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher.
0: And while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right. So we got some news. One of them, one of the notes is for my co-hosts here. They don't know this yet. Uh, You can download Splatoon 3 now in preparation Mm. of it being ready to play. uh, So I pre-ordered it digitally, and I downloaded it. So I'm just waiting for me to be able to play it. Thursday night at midnight, maybe, is when it drops. I don't know, but I'm ready. Uh, So we got that coming out Friday, and uh, trying to get Last of Us out of the way so I can... play a lot of splatoon
2: dive into the ink
0: yeah um and get into that card game and all the the splatoon goodness keep
2: forgetting about that
0: yes sir the card game
2: i know you're, you're gonna be so excited for that um seth are you
0: excited to hear about mobile games
1: oh of course i love mobile games do you do you love the idea of
0: Mario Kart as a mobile game?
1: No, I played Mario Kart Tour, and it's terrible.
0: Well, what if I was to tell you that they're removing the gotcha mechanics from it?
1: Well, I still wouldn't play it, but that would be better because I remember when it came out and the prices and the the rates on that thing were ridiculous,
0: so they are replacing the gotcha pipe as with a store, so you can just buy carts. Cool. And stuff. That's
2: what if instead, cool. everyone just started carrying around DSs or 3DSs again? Oh my gosh. And we got and them through Street Pass. They just play Mario Kart DS or Mario oh. Kart 7.
1: Why, why would they do that? You, you can just
0: carry but, a Switch you around. You can do that on your Nintendo Switch. <laughs> with more... Hold on, Forrest. I'm going to be honest. Let me blow your mind. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'm no, ready the, for it. Nintendo no, has
2: a new console. Bro? Really? you can. <laughs> play it on your I'm sorry I I'm Forrest from 2016 right now Uh, completely forgetting that the switch was. (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) this is this is something Forrest (laughs) oh lord
0: (laughs) you're really handcuffing yourself with how you use your switch Only playing inside. No, that's I
2: literally. No, that's the thing, though. I I literally play like handheld all the time at other places.
1: (laughs) It just so happens. Just just never Mario Kart. Exactly, not Mario Kart. I don't have it for the Switch.
0: Why not? You are like at this point, statistically, you are like one of the only people that do not own it.
2: Yeah, that's fair because
0: it's still the best selling Switch game.
2: So that's the thing, I don't have it because everyone else has it, so I'll just play Uh, it on their systems. mm -hmm. It's like why I never got a Smash Bros. Melee or Brawl back in the day, which I'll admit, yeah, not having Melee was a pretty big loss, though, in hindsight, Mm, but you know yeah hasn't been a loss for mario kart though uh the bigger loss is the memory loss here (laughs) of the portability of the switch oh that was amazing
0: (laughs) forrest you never cease to amaze me sometimes you say things and it's just gold uh this is one of them this yeah (laughs) um so yeah they're removing the gacha mechanic from mario kart tour so good uh good it should be gone. Uh, never come back. Uh, who knows how? May- maybe Nintendo is done with mobile gotcha stuff. We'll see.
1: Now all they need Wouldn't to do nice? is stop porting tracks over to Mario Kart. Because all all of the all the new tracks they're releasing in this this whatever expansion are like are just they're the mobile tracks, but. Uprised essentially,
0: yeah, but they're not bad. people are like they're not them.
1: bad, but they like they're good they just they they lack the kind of level of uh insane detail that all of the original tracks had, right. I'm with you,
0: but they are updating those tracks over time, which is kind of nice, like they went back and made oh, yeah. the cars move,
1: yes, and, that was yeah, well, that was a ridiculous oversight. <laughs> that was that's the I mean, whole point of playing that track that mall was it called something coconut mall. mall is the insane drivers at the end that pull out in front of you and then they were just static cars but they fixed so, it
0: so they're they're gonna they're I'm assuming that they are viewing Mario Kart 8 as its own platform at this point and they're probably gonna update those over time if people keep pointing stuff out um Probably more than they'll ever update any Mario Party they've released on the Switch.
1: Yep. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, RIP. So, yeah. Maybe in this upcoming uh, Maybe Direct they will give us some support. Or probably not.
0: Yeah, we've got a lot of announcement stuff coming up. Yeah. Uh, next week is going to be, uh, A, maybe the birth of my child. So uh, who knows if we have an episode, we should. Um, but B... Also, oh, yeah, we'll record in the hospital. Uh, yeah, all right, all right. Um, that's that's the game. Uh, and B, like September 9th, we have the Disney thing. September tenth, we have
1: Ubisoft.
0: Ubisoft. Theoretically, on the twelfth, there or the week of the twelfth, there's going to be a direct. Possibly, also that week, there's supposed like rumored of a, a PlayStation thing. Like, there's a oh, lot. Yeah in the coming weeks, um, that is exciting. Uh, so, you know, keep listening and we will give you all the news as it, as it comes in. Um, and we always talk about it in the discord too. Um, so hang out there with us. It's, it's a fun time. I think, unless you have music opinions that differ from mine (laughs) and then I berate you. Um, the Xbox Elite Controller Series Two is getting a Core Edition, which means it doesn't come with like any of the accessories. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, it's elite, but a little bit less. <laughs> it's like lowercase elite, as opposed well, you, to you
0: can change the tension v. of yeah. the
1: thumbsticks. Still, it's it's elite in the way Joe Flacco was elite. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, you can change the uh, tension of the thumbsticks and you can also change the sensitivity of the triggers still um but the back flaps and stuff don't come with it anymore um so yeah and it's still USB C and rechargeable and everything as it should um, be and it's as all controls and it can be different colors so white purple blue oh. black so
2: nice i didn't know about um, that
0: and they they sell the accessories separately for $60 so you could buy it as a package
1: mm, and make it elite and make
0: it a full elite. capital E elite. Um, as you know, from my previous experiences with that controller, I thought it was nice, but it was not worth the price tag, um, especially with how heavy the controller was. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I may end up getting another one one day, uh, but when the the durability
2: is up there, you could uh, you could remap the paddles to be extra triggers, so you just press that, in where you're playing a shooting game, and you get a bunch more shots off.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, you guys, tell me about these Digimon I saw today
1: they're on not the internet. Digimon, they're, they're metabots.
0: I saw, I saw. Um, Less detailed versions of Agunimon and
1: Lobomon on the no, internet. I'd, I'm going to have to disagree. I don't even know there. who those are. If, what? Anything, if anything, they are. What were the rookie forms of those? Uh, uh, I don't remember. Flamemon and Stravimon? Yeah, but look, okay. they're, they're Metabots, or uh, as Forrest said, they could be NetNavis. They also look very much like enemies from Bomberman 64 which is a design aesthetic that very few out there will remember uh, <laughs> that's fair but w-
2: uh, for me th- so still staying on the Mega Man thing unfortunately uh, one of them the sword one definitely looks like uh, Omega from Mega Man yes, 3 yes, but I in the full armored like prison yeah, 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 case yeah, yeah, yeah. form
1: uh, we should so tell I what we're off- talking about Real um, hard. These are actually Pokemon. There was a new Pokemon trailer today.
2: Yes, uh, that showcased three new Pokemon, uh, starting with the sword, uh, the fire blade Pokemon, Cerule Edge, uh, the fire warrior Pokemon, Armor Rogue, and then the ambush Pokemon, Cloth, which Cloth. is a crab. <laughs> it looks
1: so great. And it, and it hangs around on walls. Uh, yeah. The... Let's see, the the. it was a very quick trailer, a lot of stuff happens really fast. Three and a half um, minutes, yet I- yeah. extremely
2: dense. Yeah, it, uh, I guess
1: a- the, the idea was that, like, they, they talked about it in, before that the game will have like three different um, story arcs or whatever, yes. and this kind of yep. gave more detail into each of them. The, uh, Victory
2: Road, The Path of Legends, and Starfall Street, I believe, is what this, uh, this tweet I'm looking at from the Pokemon Company is saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. they showed us, um, the, the new, the evil team, who are apparently a bunch of, uh, delinquent, uh, students.
2: Okay. Um, who have I'm a really big, cool with it.
1: A big Mad Max car.
2: Yeah.
1: I really they, like the designs of the two yeah. new characters they showed off. What are they called? The team star, the school's troublemakers. Yeah. Mm. Yep. They're kind of fun, and yeah, it was just a bit more of the stuff we already knew.
2: Yeah, just showcasing more of the, like the other stories that you can right. go through in the game. Um, I, I really do like that there seems to be more variance and uh, player options. In this, so you can kind of you can kind of make the game what you want, almost. Um, I I mean I know all th- three of us are probably going to do every single one of the main stories, yeah. Uh, but like yeah. you know, for other players who maybe that uh maybe a little bit too much to take on, uh, I I assume each of them could get you credits rolling.
1: Yeah. Right. So I think uh one thing I noticed is that. It's clear that all actual battles, like, battles are going back to, they were in Sword and Shield, where they are they take place in their own kind of screen, as opposed to the way it was in RCS Right on where. the overworld, yeah. But they did show, um, there's like an auto battle feature that you can, you can like choose one of the, I, I was reading about it, you can choose one of your Pokemon and kind of send him out uh send it out on its own and it will like go out and battle creatures by itself. Yeah. Um, what? If you, if you wanted to keep like running around in the overworld, but didn't want to get into any fights, you could, uh, like call out a Pokemon and it will fight, um, Pokemon in the overworld, on its own while you're doing other, other junk. Which I think, which I think is,
0: is
1: cool. Uh, it, it it kind of has the spirit of what was going on in Arceus um, without you actually having to do stuff.
0: That sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, it does.
2: There are a lot of changes happening with this uh, game from previous, previous entries. And I'm yeah, really think- pumped to see how it all plays out.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's easy to like look at stuff and be like, Ooh, that's different, but it, it'll, it's hard to know like the way stuff actually is implemented until we, Hands yeah. On.
2: Yeah, and I'm I'm always down for just experimenting, you know. Like especially with Pokemon, the series has been uh, stagnant for a long time. Uh, so even it just just any one of these new like mechanics that are being put into the game of either like the three path story or this auto mechanic, uh, just anything to to shake up how these fairs usually go i think is going to be much better in the long run cuz then at least then they can solidify what mechanics do work really well and yeah. what do they want to iterate on and um exactly. improve for future future entries you know yep.
1: i would bet the next pokemon after this goes has the like brings back the rc's style of battling but uh I'd yeah, be okay with that. I think yeah. we
2: talked about that before. They just alternated from here on out.
1: But yeah, that was the new trailer. There's also a bunch of text boxes that did not that were really hard to read because they went not wait the best.
2: Yep, I gave up on them, and I wasn't gonna be pausing the video every five <laughs> seconds. Good on you.
0: Yeah. Um, also, they see.
1: showed off the. Uh, there's a. Scarlet and Violet Edition OLED model, which looks really cool.
2: Yes, I meant to open with that. Actually, I uh, forgot.
1: The back of it is covered in like graffiti, and it looks dope. I think the it dock looks, the dock itself looks kind of tacky. So, yeah, uh, but right. so I, what coping. I thought the the <laughs> best thing about it, I thought, is that so if you have an OLED model, you will know that in the back of the dock, there's this little, uh, like Circular notch, um, mm-hmm. where you your—I uh, don't know, like why, where you can put, you can string, run, run your wires through. Yeah. And my favorite part about this new dock is that they made it look like a Pokeball.
0: <laughs> that is true. They did do that. Yeah.
1: If it was just like the plain white dock with that little Pokeball thing in the back, I think that that would be that would be perfect.
0: <laughs> so, I am a little frustrated at this design. Yeah? Uh, because I really like it. And um, I got this – I don't know if we talked about this on the show last week, but I got the Splatoon Switch. Yes. Um, and I love this thing. It is amazing. It's beautiful. Um, the Joy-Cons are a little translucent in the back. Love some Ooh. translucent controllers. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, but – the back of the system is shiny black on matte black, and interesting. this system is, like, bright, vivid red, and, like, graffiti on the back of it. Yeah. Why is the Splatoon one not colorful on the back? It sort know. of is confusing to me. One thing, um, uh, uh, yeah,
1: I I guess they they want to make them all distinct to uh, to continue to grab to grab people to buy them.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, I guess.
2: Um. Like it, ha- the thing is, like they ha- like there is a design there though, it's just not colored for some reason. Yeah. Whereas the Pokemon one, like, still has that same style of back etching on there
1: in but it's design all colorful. but it
2: is colored in like it just i don't know it's weird I will say these Joy-Cons though for the Splatoon one are yeah beautiful
1: I dis- I I I like the the Pokemon ones uh, a bit less because of the I don't really like the stuff on the the face of the Joy-Con like I'm fine yeah. with the stuff on the back but the these, school just, emblem these tiny little like. emblems they they don't really Fit in the space that they're given, and I don't know. Right.
2: I would assume it's just different design teams, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to have some variants like this. Yeah, it's fine.
0: I, I just said, like I said, it's something small that I quabble about. Um,
1: but Quabble. Oh, wait, that's Sobble. Sorry. <laughs> um, quabble sounds let, like a Pokemon name, though. It does.
0: Let's let's talk about the last bit of news. You know, we all are big fans of old Assassin's Creed. At least yes. f- Seth and I. Yeah, I yeah, I would say maybe so. f- for
2: Brotherhood is still one of my favorite games of all time.
0: Well, guess what, boys? We're back. Maybe we're going.
1: Maybe the rumors. The rumors allegedly. Say-
0: the rumors say we're going to Baghdad. Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, we are uh, going back to the old way of Assassin's Creed, supposedly. Well, yeah, possibly. supposedly.
1: Apparently, it, it, it kind of makes sense. Apparently, so Ubisoft is having a Ubisoft Forward, I think. Yep. This weekend, and there's a on the tenth. The yeah, there's a rumor. So they they have. First of all, Assassin's Creed Mirage leaked and then was confirmed to be coming. uh, Yeah, the
2: leak really forced Ubisoft's hand on uh, announcing it officially,
1: right? And so it's it's been rumored that it's apparently like it started out as a DLC, I guess, for Valhalla, and then it was turned into its own game. So it wouldn't, if that is the case, uh, it wouldn't surprise me that it is. More back to the roots of OG Assassin's Creed, since it was just kind of a, a small project to begin with. I don't know. I'm hopeful that it does bring back that kind of, um, more like actually in a city, and there's meaningful like vertical movement and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, but oh, yeah. also, yeah, so I I don't know, we'll see, but there's also apparently two other games that are going to be announced, which I guess are somehow part of the Assassin's Creed infinity thing. I thought infinity was going to be its own game. I don't know, I'm sure they will clarify what infinity is going to be, um, but yeah, two games, one in Imperial Japan or feudal Japan, yep. Which is, I think people have been clamoring for since the beginning, since the yeah. very first Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> they're like, hey, make this in Japan. Hey, it'd be
2: really cool if we got uh,
1: Ninja Assassins. And it's like, oh, yeah, wussy. We'll <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that game was basically made a couple of years ago. So, I think I understand it, but it, I think it is weird that they're, this is coming now after maybe it's because Ghost of Tsushima was so successful. Uh, that they're, they're like, hey, we'll just make that. Um, and also another one, which was where was it, David? The Holy
2: Roman Empire. Yes.
1: Which is, uh, it doesn't really have a. It's like when it when it is set, but I guess it doesn't have a. Yeah, right. the Holy it, Roman Empire is ed- very, very vague. Involves witch trials, apparently. So maybe that's why. You thought it was Salem. Yeah. yeah. In, in in our, well, there, during the break when we were trying to figure out what they were.
2: so Instead, it's just Hex with a, with a second E.
0: So apparently one of the rumors that comes from this is that Assassin's Creed is making an effort, or at least Ubisoft is making an effort to sort of, um, at least seemingly, and we'll know more this weekend, so some of this is speculation, but they are going to be sp- Splitting the sort of development, sort of like Pokemon is, where they're going to be making an Assassin's Creed that's more massive, Destiny-esque with gear and the other combat. And then also working on Assassin's Creeds that are More more traditional or maybe like a different form of gameplay. Like, this whole Assassin's Creed Infinite sort of thing is, um, I, I think, going to be expanding what the idea of Assassin's Creed games can be, huh. um, which I don't know how much, like, I love because I don't, like, really need, like, a an Assassin's Creed dungeon crawler or, you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, a top-down game, but um, I would appreciate... Uh, Even if it's every... Because, honestly, I don't need one every year. No. Um, But if I get, like, a a classic Assassin's Creed-style game every two...
1: Yeah, that'd be dope.
0: Two years, two, three years, that'd be dope. I'd be be thriving. Yeah.
1: Um, And also, I I would be remiss to to also not hope that they bring back the multiplayer, which I thought Uh, uh, was so cool. I miss... That was such it was so weird there the Assassin's Creed multiplayer. What what was the first one that was in? Was it Brotherhood where they debuted yes. it? Yep. Where you you were all different assassins trying to kill <laughs> each other in just this big map. It was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, it was weird. It I was wonderful. One, it was weird.
1: It was such a unique idea
2: and like and and that's the thing, like that multiplayer mode was I wouldn't say it was, like, tacked on. It was in addition to what already felt like a full, proper Assassin's Creed experience anyways. So it was just, like, a side little thing that didn't have much going for it. But what it had, though, was really, really good and interesting. Right.
1: But we'll see. We'll see what it is. I just, I'm, I'm hopeful that... Mirage is what we hope it is. We'll
0: I, always know it to to, swing it. I always know to temper my expectations with Ubisoft. Yeah. And I think I am letting my expectations get a little riled up.
1: Uh, run, a,
2: run amok. But I am. What,
1: do we think that this Ubisoft forward is just going to be Assassin's Creed or if there will be other stuff?
0: No, they have to talk about my sweet boy. my My sweet, precious... What are you saying? Mario Rabbits. Oh. All
2: right. We have to. I, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was just going to be that because the way that their post about it made it seem like it was only for uh, the new the new games.
0: It's supposed. I thought
1: it was yeah. an
2: hour long. It says tune in for the Assassin's Creed showcase,
1: like specifically titled oh, Assassin's so. Creed. Maybe that's all it is then, which is fine. Mm.
0: I'm glad you think it's fine.
1: <laughs> I'd, look, anything with Mario Rabbids, I expect Nintendo to be part of it. So I, I wouldn't have been expecting any yeah, that'll, Mario that'll, Rabbids news as, as at an uh, Ubisoft event. That'll be at the
2: Direct next week. You'll be fine. Mm. We'll see. I hope
0: so. Look at this. Actually, Forrest, you're wrong.
2: I literally just looked up their page. I am
0: on Ubisoft's website right now. I'm on September their 10th.
2: social feed right
0: now. Our latest Ubisoft forward live stream will bring you updates on upcoming games like Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Okay. Skull and uh, Bones. Egg on
2: my face then. Skull the and Bones. Egg my face. And egg on the... Uh, the Twitter. social media yeah. manager of the Assassin's as well Creed as Instagram account, a
0: special Assassin's Creed show. So oh, hold on, so. it's the Assassin's Creed showcase at the Ubisoft Forward.
2: Ah, so that, which is that's weird. so stupid.
0: Um, <laughs> but also, if you stay for the if you if you want to catch the pre-show, you can see, uh, you know, news on the latest games from Ubisoft that you care about, like For Honor, Brawlhalla, The Crew Two, and. <laughs> I know on. eighteen hundred. For
2: Honor I, is still going on. I think I'm yeah. more I surprised that, that you're
0: not confused that the crew too is still going
2: on. I, <laughs> I almost sorry for, the the idea of For Honor still going is like taking up more brain space right now. The crew never meant anything to me, anyways. But like, I thought For Honor like was ceased updates like a year and a half or two years ago. I don't believe so. Well, huh. apparently
1: you're wrong. Yeah. It, Double egg on my face, uh, and no Ooh. honor, and no honor for shame. Oh God, that's a, what if that was a sequel to For Honor for shame <laughs> for, for shame. shame.
0: <laughs> um, That'd be funny. You know, if you God, this is so stupid. If you tune in on Twitch, guys, uh, if you watch 15 minutes I already of the show, want to hear this? You get. The Skull and Bones Emblem in Skull and Bones. Wow. Would you think you would get Not, that automatically yeah, I mean, for having the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, that's very strange. God. If you watch for 30 minutes, you earn the Explosive Detail Charm in Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. If you watch for 45 minutes, you earn the RC-22 Original Cosmetic in Roller Champions here we go. And if you watch for 60 minutes, God. you earn the Sphinx tattoo set in AC Valhalla.
1: Well, I guess I'll only watch for 15 minutes. There you go.
0: I'm just excited to learn more about Assassin's Creed. I'm I'm excited for the whole thing. Give me yeah. all, th- you know, Mario and Rabbids, Skull and Bones and Assassin's Creed. Hopefully and there's like a Black Flag too. <laughs> which is
2: yeah, it's called Skull and Bones. Yes, sir. Your boy's ready. Yeah. I wonder if they'll. I'll worry. be
1: so happy for you. I mean, I'm going to play it too for sure. Yeah. I just hope it is what I want it to be Sid Meier's <laughs> Pirates, but. Good
0: it is very silly, for us and I'm sorry that it is the Assassin's Creed showcase at the Ubisoft Forward.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's pretty bunk.
0: It is an odd naming structure, but it is the one they chose.
1: Um, <laughs> and they can't change it. Nope.
0: So September 10th, that is this Saturday. So I get to spend some of my Saturday thinking about Eve Guillemot.
2: Yeah, I think it's be we love Eve. Late Saturday, too. Didn't it say, like, it's 3 p.m. Eastern Standard.
1: Ah. so it's late, late, depending on where you live.
0: Right. Um, so with that, I think we're good. Yep. You know, is there any other news that I missed? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't think so. No random the uh, multiverses characters or anything. Mm-hmm. One of what one we gotta Ismo. play that game again. I, I guess eventually. I don't think so, but you know, people like it. I guess so. Maybe we'll give it a shot um also we need to nail down uh it's next month if you have any suggestions for our spooky game oh yeah um it's gonna be
2: replaying resident evil village but with the third person mode. <laughs> uh oh,
0: maybe maybe resident evil 2 is our spooky game this year
2: oh uh, i have been wanting to replay that ever since i first beat it um i wouldn't be opposed We'll we'll figure it out yeah um, uh what's the- it's Callisto Protocol coming out. I thought that was supposed to be out in time. I think that comes out in December. I think you may be right.
1: So uh, we'll have to we'll have to work yep. out our time machine. December two. Yeah. As so in
2: not the sequel to December. We'll figure it
0: out. I'll gauge. I'll gauge. Also, audience, let us know, or we'll default to Resident Evil Two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let us know, and I'll ask Chris what he thinks we should play. Um, Or maybe we all do a live stream of us playing the quarry together. Oh, I do have,
1: I do have that game sitting in a drawer. Uh, (laughs) Of course you do. Of course you do. Very nice. (laughs)
0: That's yeah. I believe that a hundred percent. Um, but all right. Um, with that, we appreciate you listening and we will talk at you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya